Simimem Zayin Dine Berchas Atayra for a Rafua Shalema for Rav Ramashmu Ben Gittel Halacha Aleph. Berchas Hatayra Tzarach Lizar Bama'od, a person has to be very careful with Berchas Atayra, Shaloi Lil Maid. Ad shivarach, they'll learn until one makes the bracha, and when he makes the bracha, avirachana besimcha gedola, a great simcha litein hayda. We won the lottery, number one, asher bachar banu, a kaddish baruch who chose us, baruch Hashem, v'nasan lanu klichem, and he gave us the klichem, they gave us the Torah. And a person who is not careful, not just that he doesn't get the benefit of that, of, of being very careful, but unsho gadol ma'od. So works in, uh, there's a positive, and also his einesh will be great. We all want our children to become tamid hachamim, which brought down certain places to daven for this. Specifically, one of them is berachas haTorah, others are Ava Raba, and when we say, and before you, a person has to make a bracha when learning mikra, but not only psukim, also medrish. There's a uh, little bit of a difference of opinion whether medrish is, words, if you're learning psukim, you don't just read the psukim, so a person can read the psukim and explain it, like we're learning these halachas right now. So is medrish, learning medrish, is that a function of learning mikra, or is that its own limit? But in any event, a person would have to make brachas atayra. Bein the mishnah, bein the gemara, those also are within the chiyav to be, make a bracha, and also presumably if a person made the uh, bracha, and then instead of saying v'racha, he did one of these other uh, limudim, that would not be a hefzik. Gimel harbe rishayinim sayvim shebrechus ha-teru humida raisa. Many rishayinim hold that brechus ha-teru is the raisa, and therefore, brechus ha-mazon as well, right? But most brechus are drabanon. V'lachayin im nistapik lo im berech brechus ha-teru, Persons besafek sechayzer mivarech. We'd have to go back and make the bracha. Umikal makom lo yivarech misafek ele berachas asher bacharbanu. Even if he has to repeat it, he should only uh, repeat asher bacharbanu. Usually wakes up early, says bracha, something happened, he wasn't able to, and for whatever reason he's besafek, so that ideally he should have somebody else be motzi him. What he could do is when he says avarav, he has in mind that, that he should be paiter his. Uh, and then we should do is the rest of davening will not be a half sick. He'll learn immediately after davening. Let's say he remembers that he uh, didn't say Berchas Torah after Tfila, which means he certainly didn't have in mind by Avarabba. In this case, could be that we could be making even Afilo Lulama Techafachar Hatfila. Uh, the bracha on uh, on an aliyah, the kuliyama's midrabanan sharekvar berach b'shachris. Although I guess if a person did make the bracha and then they got called up to an aliyah, maybe the, that's another way. If they remembered after avarabba that they weren't yotze, they could be yotze with that asher bracha If they get an aliyah, uh, he doesn't bring it over here. Berachas atayra asher kedushanu b'mitzvah v'tivanu al divrei tayra. Uminag midin oisein lomer lasik b'divrei tayra. Our girsu our minag is to say lasok b'divrei tayra, and then after lasok we say v'harav na, and then rasher bracha banu. Now, is that three brachas or two? We should say Baharavna as like added. In other words, there's discussion whether Harav is its own bracha or whether it's part of Lasok, in which case you definitely need a Vav, but the Vav will not ruin it in any case. In other words, if you just say Haravna, so then it's clear that it's its own bracha, but if you add the Vav, then it accounts for both opinions. She bracha achas in baharav. So Rovachron would say that it's one bracha, and therefore Nachan Shivracha Mavrach, brachas of say the first bracha. Be'alachash.
hey, yesh medarkin l'hoisif tzatzainu. Instead of just saying tzatzainu, uh, they say also to indicate uh, future generations. Vein tzarach l'kach, however, ki b'chlav tzatzainu, included in tzatzainu, heim b'nei vanim, it includes not just his children, but his grandchildren. Vav ger is yachal avarach asher b'achar banu, even though he wasn't chosen from birth, right, but he's able to say asher b'achar banu. Zayin, nashim avarachas b'achas atayra, nashim as well. So they make a Berchus Torah, the Bir Halacha brings that they're chayiv to learn their halachas, and also that they're chayiv in Karbano, the parish of Karbanos, like they're chayiv in Tefillah. So that's good to know. There is a, although the Grud disagrees, and he brings the reason, Bir Halacha brings, Tam de Mavarchus to the Aftip Tiramitor, Mikol Mokim Yechelis, Lavarch Fitzivanu, Dulai Guria, Mikol Mitzvahs, Mangrama, the Kamalundi Yechelis, Lavarch Haleyan. So anyway, they're allowed to make the Brach, even if they're not Chayev. But in any event, we say that even though women do make the Bracha, they cannot in, uh, be mighty and ish. Uh, according to the first opinion, they would be able to be mighty and ish. Cotton that is, cannot be mighty a gadol. Bring this A parent should always, constantly, should be shagur befiv, befiem, to daven that the children should be loim de taira and sadikim and balim midas taivais. Some say that writing requires writing the Torah requires the bracha. It's not hundred percent whether or not the right the mice of writing. In other words, we, we there's we'll see hear her on one end of the spectrum. Speaking, definitely, but what about writing? So, is that does, does one have to make a bracha because writing the meiser requires the bracha, or is that because when one writes, usually words come out of his mouth? Uh, because we're not 100% sure, so the achronim say that one should speak out some of the words so that there's no chashash on a bracha levatala. So, the best things we say, and then we're yotze right away. We say, Yavrachacha and the brisa. Umevin Masha Kaise visiting nights in a note uh, notes in a notebook. Let's say a person just printing it over mindlessly, he doesn't know what he's writing. In other words, the writing itself does not require the bracha. The issue is the learning. And the question is whether or not the writing is is, is over just to hear her because it includes a misa uh, and so forth. But over here, if a person is just doing the misa writing, a person is writing a letter and they use like a you know a phrase coming out of a pasuk, but it's not batiris limud. They're just using it um you know kind of i guess you could say almost poetically uh as part of their as part of their letter if he's writing and he's copying and his kavana is for money in other words he has a good handwriting doesn't know what he's reading it could be that even if he's reading along with his writing just to keep himself straight but his kavana not only is it not for learning but it's for something else. In other words, it's not one thing that that's not my affirmative intent. There's another thing that I have a different affirmative intent. Person's getting up. He's a professional cipher. He wants to write it. Uh, he should say properly and say the psukim and the Torah afterwards. Thinking in Torah alone does not require a bracha. A person's going to be reading 
reading with their thoughts, their eyes. Uh, I, I actually one time saw in one of the Sifsei Chaim, the Chaim Friedland Sfarim, I believe that there's a, things, uh, there, there's a few pages in one of the introductions that's written from one of his like uh, his notebook from Cheshbon and Nefesh, I guess, one of the things he was going to be makbid to learn uh, with his mouth to make sure that he read it out. So that's certainly uh, ideal, but over here, especially a person's being ma'ayin, uh, he's thinking about things, the person is not necessarily speaking with his words, so just in order to be yotzi the bracha, a person should make sure to say some of the words with his mouth after the bracha. If he doesn't say the Yivarechacha, the regular psukim that he starts out with. Person asks you what to do. Right, you wake up and somebody comes over to you and says, uh, "Which hand should I use first for Modaani?" And you're not going into the sugi, you're not talking about the reasoning, you're not doing else limitory. You're telling them what to do. So that's a psak. Like we're saying, in other words, people want to know what to do between Ruvin and Shimon or between Asher Veheter. That's not derachlima. But a person, in other words, if you're opening a Kitzur Shulchan Aruch and you're go, what we're learning right now, and you're learning a halacha without the reason, but you're doing it in the tour of lima. That's one thing. So where you don't need to learn to say Berachos Torah first is somebody, practically speaking, somebody asks you, what should I do? Or between two people, but if a person's learning, a person's learning a halacha without the reasoning, so then that's, you know, that would be the same halacha as kaisev. Um, and just in case, they should say words out of the, they can make the bracha, say words out of the mouth, whatever we said. He says that he, now, this does not necessarily mean that hear her require, that a person can make the bracha, and then be maharher. What this means, though, is that hear her is usher before bracha, it's more substantial than just uh, not requiring it. And for sure, to be posakadin, where the element of limit of Torah is just in your thoughts, that's what, in the background uh, behind what you're actually saying. To do a mitzvah, even if you're thinking about what it is that you have to do, to do the mitzvah for sure is mutter before Berchas So give all the stucky you want. That the limit is not part of his kavana. So over here we're saying a Mishnah and a Psukim and a Mishnah and a Brisa. It's mutter to say the Psukim of Yuvirechacha before Arabokir, the Loki, Shiesh Machrin, the Fishain, the Sias Kapayim Belayla, even though there was no Berchas Kayanim at night.